In a world of confusion and hot topics, we are all looking for answers. Welcome to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation on relevant issues today. And here's your host, Tammy Hotzenpeller. Hey guys, welcome to the Tammy Hotzenpeller podcast. Well, guys, I'm really excited because I want to share with you over the next several weeks together the topic I'm calling paradigm shift. Have you ever made a paradigm shift in your life? I actually looked up the definition so we can make sure that I'm accurate with what it really is. A paradigm shift is a fundamental change in approach or underlining assumptions. Now, guys, we have had a lot of paradigm shifts over the last year. We are still in what they're calling COVID-19. And as many of you know, our lives have radically changed over the last year. And many of us have had to pivot or maybe even have a paradigm shift, meaning you're thinking differently, you're seeing things differently, things you never thought about like that before. A paradigm is a standard, a perspective, or a set of ideas. Now, why am I talking about this? Well, The truth is a lot of us are thinking differently than we did a year ago. You know, right after COVID-19 broke out, I was at our prayer wall here at Influence Church, and I did a series on COVID-19. And it's been over a year now, and we still are dealing with it. We're still reeling from it. And I thought it would be a good topic to revisit and talk about how we're doing Um, I want to remind you of my story, and maybe if you didn't see the podcast last year, maybe you've not heard it, and I think it's very relevant to where we are today, but I was actually in Peru. I was speaking to um, a group of women for International Women's Day, and COVID-19 had just broken out. Matter of fact, uh, the country of Peru was shutting down. I was one of the last planes coming out flying from Peru to LAX. Um, Our country was beginning to shut down. Airports were shutting down. There was just a scary moment. Everybody was wondering what this pandemic and this epidemic is. And I remember coming into LAX, I remember thinking something's odd here. People were hustling and bustling, wearing masks. There was fear everywhere. And we couldn't put our finger on it. We didn't know. We'd heard about Tom Hanks and, and Rita Wilson, and they were in Australia, and people didn't know if they were going to live. And of course, they're two actors we all know about. And there was just all of this uncertainty and fear. And I made it home, and the next few days, I began to do my prayer walks, as I always do. And one thing you've heard me say over and over when I pray, I ask God for insight, wisdom, and revelation every time I pray. God, give me insight. Help me see what I cannot see. Give me revelation to know what's happening spiritually. Give me wisdom to know how to discern it. So I'm walking from my house. I'm going down the hill, and and I was praying again. This is just a few days after the pandemic broke out, and um, this was even before required mask because it hadn't hit that point yet. And I'm walking down the hill, and guys, it was one of the most supernatural spiritual experiences I ever had because I had a vision. And, and I don't have visions that often. I haven't had a lot of supernatural experiences. So, so when they happen to me, I know they're from God because it was so real. It made so much sense to me. But I literally in this vision saw an arrow, and I saw this figure pull an arrow back, and this, this arrow just shot, and it was like a sea of humanity. I just saw it, a sea of humanity. And it was an arrow, and on it, it said fear. And it just shot into a sea of humanity, fear. And then immediately, a second arrow came, and shoo, 
It just shot. And on that arrow, it said dissension. And I literally remember seeing all these little steeples with with crosses on them, like all these churches. And it said dissension. It was as if the arrow was being targeted toward churches. And then as quickly as that went away, the third one came, and it said confusion. And I saw this globe with all the countries, and literally it was a globe spinning out of control, and it just said confusion. And those three words were so strong in my heart, fear, dissension, confusion. And I'm like, God, what's going on now? If you can go back a year ago and you can remember, there was so much craziness. There, People were obviously upset. Trump was in office and people were upset over that. And, and people were angry and they were fearful and people weren't going to work and they were staying home and kids weren't going to school. And, and, and it was a scary time, but those three words were so strong and they've not left me. And here we are 15 months later, 15 months later, And those words are so relevant to me today. And that's why I want to talk to you about a paradigm shift, because I have made a paradigm shift in my thinking. Listen, guys, we will not go back to business as usual. There is no normal. The the word on the street now is our new normal. We've had pivots and paradigm shifts in our life. But I want to take a moment in this series, and I want to talk to you first about about those three arrows, because I believe those were supernatural, scriptural, biblical insights that God gave me. God showed me that fear was going to hit humanity. And guys, fear has hit us. Um, We still... Now, as of my recording this today, so this is um, June 15th, and the mask mandate supposedly is lifted here in California. Many states have already been lifted, but our, our governor just felt like, you know, we needed to go a little longer. Um, I went into the bank this morning. I was the only one without a mask. So there's still a fear. Something doesn't make sense. People are still wearing masks, whether they've been vaccinated, they've had it, but they're still wearing masks in their cars, some double mask. What is that? Because there's a spirit of fear. You know, we have been in this lockdown, many people now for over a year. And, you know, there's a Bible, many of us know this uh, scripture, and it's one that God really spoke to my heart, and it's John 10.10. Now, I'm going to give you a lot of scriptures today, so whether you're watching me via our, our um, the video and on YouTube or wherever you're listening to this on my podcast, I'm going to ask you to make sure you take time and get a pen and write these scriptures down, put them on paper, and review them and rehearse them and memorize them, because God this is your warfare. This is how you battle the enemy when he comes against you in fear. So the scripture tells us in John 10, 10, the thief comes not but to kill, destroy, and steal. That's what the enemy wants to do. Satan, the enemy, the liar, that's what his name is. He has an agenda for your life. Listen to me. He wants to rob, steal, and destroy. He wants to kill you. That is his agenda for you. But the Bible tells us as we go on in John 10, 10, but Jesus says, I have come that you might have life and have it abundantly. And guys, we've not had much abundant life in the last year. Many people have lived under so much fear and anger and dissension and confusion. So through this lockdown, whether you are working remotely, whether your kids have not been able to go to school, you're trying to figure life out. 15 months later, we're still trying to figure life out. Let me give you some scriptures. And I literally want you to write these down. And I want to ask you, does the enemy have you crippled? Is he controlling your life with fear? 
dissension, and confusion. First of all, fear. Isaiah 41.10, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed. Don't be confused. Don't be dismayed. God says, fear not. Is he a liar? Is his word a lie? No, absolutely not. He says, fear not, for I am with you. Hebrews 13, look what he says. For he has said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. Now listen, I'm talking to somebody who's still struggling with fear. You know, I remember going through it, guys. That's why I can speak to you. I remember thinking, I'm going to catch it. You know, I have asthma, um, exercise-induced asthma. And as you know, I love to prayer walk and I'm, I, I love working out. So every day as I'm working out, I was thinking in my mind, I bet I have COVID. <gasps> I try to get my breath. I'd lay down at night. And at night, it all, you know, the enemy always loves to come at night when it's dark. And I'd lay down and I'd think I'd have like a weight on my chest. Because something in my mind, fear, told me that I was going to get COVID, that I was going to die. We all had this. And then I'm battling it. No, I'm not. I'm not going to get it. It's just like a flu. And I don't get the flu. And I'm constantly battling between truth and fear between my my presuppositions and my realities and what the enemy tried to destroy me with. I had to go to scripture. I had to meditate on the word of God. 2 Timothy 1, 7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. Let me ask you right now, the arrow of fear, the enemy shot an arrow of fear onto humanity. Are you struggling with fear today? false evidence that appears real. That's what fear is. It's false evidence. It's not even there. And yet it appears real. So you're living. So let me ask you right now, stop. And in the name of Jesus say, I bind Satan. I bind the enemy. I will not take on a spirit of fear in your life, in your marriage, in your health, over your children. Break that curse off of you right now. But then also dissension. This one is so real. Now listen to me, guys. I watched dissension and the picture that God gave me, and you guys can go back if you if you so want to, a year ago when I gave this vision, little would we know what would happen to our churches. I told you 15 months ago when God gave me this open vision, and I said I saw the arrow going to the local churches. I told you that there were steeples and it was churches. Dissension was coming to the local church. Little did I know 15 months ago, the separation and the division over churches. And the churches that said, you have to wear masks, you don't have to wear masks. Open up, don't open up. The pressure that we put on one another on social media, how we shamed and pastors shamed other churches. And, and it's, it's what the enemy wanted. Listen, our wars with the enemy, not with other churches, not with local congregations. We are the bride of Christ and we have to stand in unity. The Bible tells us in John 7, 12, there was much grumbling among the crowds. So even all the way back in the book of John, and again in John, 916. Therefore, some of the Pharisees were saying, well, isn't this man from God? He can't be from God, they said, because he's performing miracles on the Sabbath. And it says, there was a division among them. Listen, it's nothing new. The enemy brought dissension and division even to the early church. John 10, 19, a division occurred again among the Jews. And they said these words, we do not believe him. Division. In Acts 14, 4, but the people of the city were divided. 
Acts 15.2, and when Paul and Barnabas had a great dissension and debate among them, they came to the people. Do you see this? The enemy has always tried to divide the church. He's tried to divide the house of God. Listen, I am a pastor of a local church here in Anaheim, California. We had a conviction to open up. If you know anything about our church, you know that my husband, our board, we took strong and serious, the stand that we had an amendment right, that we were going to open up, that we were not going to require masks, that we recommended them but not required them. And I can't tell you the churches that came up against us, but it was our conviction. We're not here to shame you, and we ask that you not shame us. But guys, our battle's not with one another. Our battle's not with the church. All the way back to the first church, let's don't do it. Let's stand in unity. Let's fight the enemy. Not let that arrow that came of dissension hit the local church. But then also confusion. Listen, are we living in a day of craziness right now? There's so much confusion. There's confusion about our sexual identity. There's confusion about our rights. There's confusion about um, what's happening with our with our nationalities and everything, critical race theory and, and, and what we're going to say about gender. And guys, it's just a crazy day because again, the picture God showed me in the vision, the arrow was this glow. It was a spinning globe and the arrow hit that globe. Again, 15 months ago, I said it, and I would never have believed it played out the way it's being played out. 1 Corinthians 14, 33, listen, for God is not the author of confusion. This is not coming from God. Maybe he's trying to get our, our attention. Maybe God is saying you wanted to go your own way, humanity, you want to live your own life, but he's not the author of confusion, but of peace. Listen to what it says, in all the churches of the saints, he wants peace among the saints. In John, 1 John 4, 1, listen, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits and see whether they be from God. Listen, guys, there are demonic spirits out there trying to get our attention. And there is a sense of confusion. Let me ask you right now, and I know I'm speaking quickly and passionately. I'm very passionate about this because I've watched families fall apart, marriages fall apart, people fall apart. I am coaching and counseling people dealing with depression, with suicide, with opioids, with sexual identity, with critical race theory. Every day I have someone calling me, asking me for help. Never, ever in my whole ministry have I seen this. There's a spirit of confusion, and it's not from God. So what do we do? Let me close with this, and I think this is so important. Number one, first of all, recognize what's happening. Recognize you've got to know who your enemy is and who your enemy is not. Your enemy, again, is not your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, or the local church. Your enemy is Satan himself trying to destroy. See what the enemy is doing. Ask God for those three things to give you insight, wisdom, and revelation, and know who your enemy is. Don't be angry at others. Put on a spirit of joy. Put on praise music. Do a prayer walk smile. You've got to get yourself out of this funk. I have to do it all the time because there is an oppressive spirit over humanity today, over the world today, over our country today. People are angry and they're taking it out on one another. So first of all, recognize what's happening. Number two, do what is right. Do what is right. Don't go with the crowd. Stand up and speak up. Again, on social media, there's so many wars and there's pitting against each other. Do what is right in your spirit. Every morning, I have to wake up and take a deep breath. And I have to say, God, give me this wisdom. Show me how to act. Show me how to not respond and not react. 
These are spiritual times that we have to know how to have the mind of Christ. And then the last one, and probably the most important, is pray. Pray, God. Listen, God, this didn't take God by surprise. You know, this some lab in China is not smarter than our God. Some Dr. Fauci, some president, some world leader, some AG summit, they're not smarter than our God. This did not take him by surprise. But until you pray and until you get on your face and until you get all of the clutter and all of the noise and all of the confusion out of your mind, you will not have the peace that surpasseth all comprehension that guards your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. So pull aside of the craziness and quietly spend some time in meditation and worship. God will get us all through this, but the question is, how are you going to come out on the other side? Are you going to come out stronger, bolder, a leader? More than ever, my my friend right now, sitting right here, Lisa, who's a part of our studio, she said, Tammy, I can't believe how involved you're getting in politics right now. And to my confession, I've never been politically involved. I've always voted, and, and I believe in our country, but I've never been a student of politics. I've never been a student of America. I've always been a student of the Word of God. And I realized it's on my watch that there'll be America for my children and my children's children. The way I act and speak and respond and vote today will determine what kind of America I have for my children and grandchildren. So I am becoming an activist with our country, but I'm doing it with a sense of grace and kindness and education. Let me encourage you to ask God, what do you want me to do right now? What do you want me to do as an American, as a Christian, as a citizen? Help me be the mother, the woman, the friend, the follower that God would want me to be. Okay, guys, we covered a lot in a short amount of time, but I I love this series on paradigm shift. And next week, we're going to talk a little bit about how do I have a paradigm shift of, of anger? Because a lot of us are struggling with that emotion. It is emotion. And how do I deal with that? So I'll look forward to seeing you next week. You guys, please share these and check out all of my podcast. If you want to find out more about me and what we do, you can check me out at Tammy at TammyHotsonPillar.com, just TammyHotsonPillar.com. And you can find out more. You can also check us out at WomenOfInfluence.today. Hey, appreciate you guys so much. Have a blessed week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today on Tam Talks. You can find more resources and information at TammyHotsonPillar.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. We pray blessings and abundance over your life today. Until next time, stay safe and God bless.